You're listening to Outlandish Outcasts at outlandishoutcasts.com. Welcome to Outlandish Outcasts. I'm your host, Al. With me, as always, the lovely Desi. How are you doing tonight, Desi? Yeah, you know, good. Just, you know, just good. Yeah, how about you? Not too bad. I mean, not too bad, just not too bad. Not too bad. I'm tired. Why are you tired? I don't know. I've been really tired all day long. Like, like you did I nothing. Even took, That's I why. Did, I did nothing. I took two naps. Well, I'm still tired. you did go grocery shopping. I you did. did something. I did. So maybe that's why you're tired. Maybe. I don't know. Just take it and run, Alan. Run to bed? No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> We're going to have fun with our stories, okay. Mr. Non-Tired. Okay. Hint, hint. I've got hint. Some, I got some fun ones. I've got some depressing <gasps> I love ones. I've fun. got fun. No some... depressing. I've even got a little science mixed in today. Not real science. science. Not real science. It's more newsy than science. I wish I had more sciencey stuff. Well, you are first today. And by the way, you just had a guest walk in the room. Hi, Izzy. How are you doing? She wants to go outside. She just went outside. Well, then good. She's a liar. (laughs) Okay. She looked at me like, hello. Yeah. Izzy, go lay on your bed. Go lay down. She's like, no, I want to snuggle now. Even though she refused to snuggle me all day. Yeah. Okay. So my first one is history slash science. Ooh. And then I have a really fun one for the end. Dun, dun, dun. Is it another quiz? No. <laughs> I wish. I should. Haven't done a quiz in a while. Ha, ha, ha. It hasn't been that long. I know. I had to say it. Feels like it's been forever, though, because I like to quiz you. Ready? Go. No, it's your turn. You go. Okay, fine. Okay. So this is a tragic story of Adam Rainer. Rainier. Rainer. So he's the only man in history who has been classified as both a dwarf and a giant. A dwarf and a giant? I know. Isn't that crazy? So that's, of course, what drew me to this. From Dwarf to Giant, the tragic story of Adam Rainier. Hmm. See, I could do a voiceover thing like that guy with the really deep voice, but in a female version. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, not much is known about his life, uh, led in regards to personal details at all, um, as it was his curious and unpresented medical condition that dominated what is known about him, though. Okay. So, born in Graz, Austria. Okay. Never Graz, heard of it. Never heard of Graz. It. Um, in 1899, he was born to parents who were both average height. Okay. Um, when World War I broke out, he enlisted in the army. And since he was four feet, six inches tall, doctors administered a series of tests. They en- uh, ultimately classified him as a dwarf mm-hmm. and it was determined that he was too small and too weak to be an effective soldier uh the only strange thing was that his hands and his feet were exceptionally big for his small size so he had like normal size hands no big hands big hands okay uh a year later he grew another two inches which was probably probably promising in 1920 uh, Rainier was still small, and records show he was also very thin. At 21 years old, the typical average, um, typical age a person stops growing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was assumed that he, he was set for the rest of his life. Mm. I mean, when we hit that age. I yeah. did grow an inch at, when I was 19, mm. 20, somewhere in there. Anyways, um but something happened, and he didn't just grow another two inches. He started growing many more inches in an alarming, accelerated rate Oof. without any sign of slowing down. So, at, at, And this is like after the age he's of 21. He's four foot eight at this point Holy because cow. he was four six. Yeah. Um, one decade later, he had grown more than two feet. Holy cow. His height, seven feet, one inch tall. So doctors were baffled. Two doctors. Nobody at the high school reunion is going to believe it's him. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
Did they have those back then? Uh, probably not. Um, two doctors, Dr. Mandel and Dr. Winsholtz, started examining him in 1930. They began to suspect that he uh, may have a developed a specific kind of tumor that caused an extreme case of acromegaly, which is like Andre the Giant. Yeah. So, um, which is when the pituitary gland produces too much growth hormones as seen in individuals. Oh, look, like Andre the Giant. Hmm. See, I learned that here. Symptoms of acromegaly include enlarged hands and feet, which, and if you remember Andre the Giant, even at his height, his hands looked bigger oh, yeah, they than were they should have been. Huge. They didn't even look like they were proportioned to his body. They no. looked bigger than they should have been yeah. um, for his body. Yes. So, um, so symptoms include enlarged hands and feet, and Rainier definitely had this. In addition to that, his face had also uh, elongated due to the protruding forehead and a jaw. His lips had become thicker and his teeth became wider spaced. And he also experienced issues with his spine. And actually, this is kind of a common thing if you were to jump, excuse me, jump in size like that. it tends to increasingly curve sideways, okay. which is a massive growth spurt. And I think that, remember, like, it's scurvy when they mm-hmm. check us all for scurvy yep. at a certain age? Yep. Well, I think it's because most kids around that age time frame when they're checking us mm-hmm. for scurvy have their growth spurts. That's spurt. when they're growing lots. Yeah. So that's and when the they tend to check you for scurvy to Things see if you have that. Things aren't designed to grow at a, that rapid of a pace, I'm sure. No, and as we've witnessed, I've witnessed my own son grow four pants sizes in one year, mm-hmm. a school year, because I remember being annoyed that I had to break mm-hmm. down and I can't afford this. Well, afford <laughs> it or not, you got to do it. Yeah. So, um. So that's kind of what was happening with him there. Um, So he had an operation to remove the tumor. And this was actually a risky operation, especially for back in the day, I'm sure. sure. Um, With the small chance of success, considering the tumor had been growing for more than 10 years, yet the doctor still managed to remove it. Hmm. Several months after surgery, uh, he went back for a checkup with the doctors and they were glad to see that his height had remained the same. Oh, that's good. However, his spinal curvature was even worse. Mm-hmm. This indicated that although it was occurring at a much slower rate, he was still, in fact, still growing. growing. Yeah. So health problems only got worse. He began to lose his hearing. He went blind in one eye. All the while... Uh, the curve in his spine had become so severe that he had to stay in bed. I couldn't even oh. imagine how painful that would oh, I'm be. I'm sure either. it was horrible. I'm sure it was horrible. So he eventually died at 51, which most people who are extremely yeah, tall tend to die tend a little bit die. earlier. Yes, yes. Um, he was seven foot eight inches tall. Holy cow! And he was the only man in history classified as both a dwarf, dwarf. And, a giant and a giant. That's at the, insane. Yep. So I thought that was kind of crazy. And there's pictures showing how tall he was. He was lanky Mm -hmm. for his height, but he was taller. I believe he was probably taller than Andre the Giant. I didn't check to see. Andre was not that tall. I mean, Andre was over seven, but not much over seven. Barely over seven And he probably would have still kept growing. This was more than seven and a half If they went to remove that. And could you imagine, he probably would have died younger if they wouldn't have removed that tumor too, oh, because sure. it would have caused a lot more, his heart wouldn't have been able yep. to keep up with his body. Yep. So that's crazy. I that thought that insane. was really interesting. Like, could you imagine like, I'm a dwarf and your one wish in life is just to be taller because none of the, the girls want to you know, date you because you're so short. And next so, thing you know, you're like freakishly so tall. freakishly tall. Yeah. That's insane. So. Crazy careful what you wish for yeah i don't want either of those i'll take my average height thank you you're taller than average <laughs> barely like average is like five ten and a half now i'm five eleven and three quarters i'm close enough <laughs> if you're taller than average you shouldn't be counting the three quarters you just round up okay six it's feet, when you're whatever. short 
that you start counting those quarter mm, well, inches. I'm six feet, whatever. I'm five five. Yeah. Five five. I'm above average. Yeah. It's because I'm above average. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My first story. Dun dun dun. Comes from my obsession lately with cop videos. Kind of with interrogation interrogation videos. Okay. Like, Don't look at me like I shouldn't have said TikTok because Lord <laughs> no, knows. I've been addicted to TikTok lately. You have sure. been. He's like you're having addictions I, to internet. I remember when this story happened though. And the greatest thing about this story is there's so much footage of it. It's unbelievable. And it's such an interesting story. I feel like I know who... You, is this current? Uh... 2016, 17. Oh, never mind. I thought we were going really current with no, Brian. No, no. This is a story. Of, there's a lot of footage there. Yes. Of okay. Dahlia Dipolito and her husband Michael. Dahlia. Dipolito. Dahlia. 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 That's how it was pronounced in everything I watched. I thought you said Dahlia. Dahlia. Okay. 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 Now, Mike. Mike Dipolito. <laughs> Was Dipolito was on a business trip in Florida. That's a funny last name. He decided he wanted to hire an escort. I wonder what the origin is. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure it's Italian. He's married <laughs> though and gets an escort. Yes, he's married and okay, got an he escort. Probably is Italian. Is at the, but he's not married. <laughs> he's not married to Dahlia at the time. Oh, then never mind. That's who he gets as his escort. Oh. Um, within two weeks, he decides to file for divorce and propose to Dahlia. Oh, he's married still, though, just yes. not to her. Just not to her. Files for divorce and gets married to his to his escort. My gosh. Um, about a month after they got married, weird things start happening. Now, Mike is on or he's on probation. Hi, Izzy. Yes, you are snorting into the microphone. You didn't have to tell people. They would have thought it was me. Yeah. Izzy, say hi. Tell Daddy how you disapprove of this hi, Izzy. story. Cheaters be cheating. Nothing? Say it. She just swallows. Anyway. Sorry, she had to come up on my lap. Mike is on probation he did wow this is because i put her on the floor go lay down i tried to get you to talk into the mic and you do it as soon as you get down there you want to come back up here come on easy okay keep talking she wants to go outside and she just did like two minutes ago <laughs> she's being ignored yeah. go lay down anyway oh um, Mike is on probation. He did about seven months in prison, got out, got put on probation, and he got put on probation for 35 years. So he really doesn't want to go back to jail, but he's got literally got most of his life where he'll be on probation. For a, It was a financial fraud situation. That's horrible. Well, but a month after they get married... You don't even see that sh- no, stuff nowadays. No, but a month after she get they get married, um, they're out, out having dinner... They go walk out, out to their car, and there's cops surrounding their car. And the cops say they got a tip called in that Mike was selling drugs out of his car in the parking lot. Ooh. So the cops search the car, search Mike. There's no drugs. Whatever. They let him go. Two weeks later, uh, Mike and, and Dahlia decide to go to uh, go on a weekend vacation. They don't tell anybody they're going. They go out of town for the weekend. They get to a hotel. Cops are at the hotel. Okay, that's Somebody weird. called in a tip that he's selling drugs out of the hotel. They it's ran- his ex-wife, isn't it? They ransacked the hotel, but there's nothing there. There's, it's his there's ex-wife, isn't it? Oh, it's not his ex-wife. <laughs> it's his mistress? <laughs> no, not his mistress either. Okay. I thought maybe we were going there because he wasn't faithful the first After these around. two incidents, his new wife, Dahlia, tells him, you know, hey... What if you end up in prison? I'm going to be kind of out of luck. How about we put your house in my name? <gasps> Ooh, it's her. He agrees. Says, okay, we'll put your house in her, your name. They go out to eat at a restaurant. <laughs> they leave the restaurant. 
the cops cops around his car. This time they find a small amount of cocaine inside of a cigarette package stuffed underneath the passenger seat. Mike says, it's not mine. The cops believe him. They've searched him so much, so often, that they believe that it's not his and they just take him. And at this point, he's now suspecting, it's my wife. She's trying to get me sent away. But the house is now in her name. The house is now in her name, yeah. (laughs) Well, he should have been smarter. So all this calling the cops isn't really working. So Dahlia calls her um, ex-boyfriend, Mohammed Shinadeh is his name. Okay. And says, hey, do you happen to know any hitmen? <gasps> Shame on her. He tells her, sure I do. Ugh. Hangs up the phone with her, and the first thing he does is call the local police. Good for him. Yes, very good for him. Now, the police didn't really believe him right away. But just so happens that week, and this is in the, at the Fort Lauderdale Police Department okay. in Florida, that week... The TV show Fox is shooting at the Fort Lauderdale Police Department, and the producers of Fox think this is a great idea. Oh, my gosh. So they put together an undercover cop and hidden cameras (laughs) in a vehicle to go let her meet her hitman that she's going to hire. I feel like I've I've watched this this video. You very well might have. It's very possible. It's been very popular, that's for sure. I mean, there's a few videos out there like that, though. So... She meets with the hitman. They have a nice little conversation in the car. Um, he says, are you sure you want to kill him? She says, there is no changing my mind. I'm determined. I'm positive. I'm 5,000% sure I this want This is not the dead. video I watched because the one I was watching, it was like the lady was trying to cover tracks just in case this came back mm-hmm. to bite her in the butt. Like, well, yeah, no. you know, if it happens, it happens. She gave him $7,000 and agreed that she would be going to the gym on the morning of Wednesday, August 5th to establish her alibi. Oy. So she could be on. Wednesday, August 5th, she goes to the gym. They she, arrest her. She's there for about an hour and she gets a call from the local police. And all the police tell her is, you got to come home and you got to come home now. And she thinks he's dead. So she rushes home. Oof. She gets to the front of the house. House is surrounded by cop cars. There's police tape everywhere. There's cameras rolling because cops are there, of course. <laughs> and Fort Lauderdale police sergeant tells them, tells her, your husband's dead. Somebody broke into the house. Your husband's dead. She's like, can I see him? They're like, I'm sorry. You can't see him right now. We're, we're working on evidence. But we need to take you back to the station. They even played in on this? <laughs> we need to take okay, you back to the station. this is messed up now. We need to take you back to the station and, you know see if we can get some get any information from you and figure out what's going on here. They go back to the station and they're questioning her. They bring in the undercover cop in handcuffs as like pretending they've arrested the guy <laughs> to see if she recognizes wow. him. Wow. She says she's never seen him before. Whatever. They go on a little further and she's they're trying to get information out of her and they leave the door open and they have her husband walk back and forth in the hallway. Wow. <laughs> Till finally the person interrogating her says, you know, the gig is up. We are arresting you for, solici- for solicita- solicitation of murder for trying to, you know, kill your husband, blah, blah, blah. So... She keeps saying it's not her. She didn't do it. She didn't do it. I don't know what you're talking about. This is ridiculous. I wouldn't do anything like that. But of course, obviously, they have a ton of evidence. Her first call from da- jail, who does she call? Her ex? Her husband. Or her <laughs> husband. <laughs> yep. She's screaming at him because he's such a bastard for doing that. Pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. Wow. Um, and <laughs> he stood his ground on the phone. He stands his ground the really nerve. well on the phone. Oh, my God. And he finally breaks towards the end. And she's like, you need to help me. You need to help me. You know, what are you doing to me? You need to help me. Finally, he says, tell you what. I will help your mom get you a lawyer if you sign my house back over to me. (laughs) She says no. Wow. (laughs) Case goes to trial. At trial, she claims this was all for a YouTube video. That her husband wanted to yeah, be famous. Right. And this was all for a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Obviously not the case. She ends up convicted, appeals, gets overturned, has another trial, has a mistrial, has another trial. 
finally gets convicted, tried to appeal, got appeal denied. She's serving 16 years for trying to have her husband killed. <laughs> and there is so much footage of this because, like I said, cops are there shooting it. <laughs> like In a roundabout way, it's karma on both ends. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's because obviously not the greatest guy in the world. No. He's cheating on his wife. He obviously ends up you know, with his escort. On probation for 35 years, you don't get that for doing nothing. You know, the, the guy's not perfectly clean. You get what you get. But I don't think he deserved to have a hitman call. No, but he deserves that kind of stuff. But at the same time, if you're going to cheat on somebody who's been completely faithful to you, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming she was completely faithful. So they probably had yeah, a really knows? great marriage and it was boring and he was like, I need an escort. They'd been married for about seven years when he decided that. Yeah. And he probably got bored. Probably. You know what? And That's obviously from the get-go, literally like... Yeah, ended up with the drama you probably deserve. Less than a month in, his new wife is trying to get him arrested and put back in jail. Obviously, Oy. she's there for the money. She's there to try to collect She was an paycheck. escort. What do you expect? Of course. You, I mean, I shouldn't say all escorts are like that, but at some point, your brain just starts to go in the money, money, money mm-hmm. process. Yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. I don't want to just switch over. Do okay. you have more to I add? don't. That, that, that is it. That is okay. all I've got from my first story. So she gets what she gets, and he got what he got. Yep. So, and I hope his ex-wife is going. <laughs> <laughs> you dumbass. I, <laughs> I can imagine, like, the guy who she called to set up the hitman thing with was her ex. I'm sure he's already dealt with her being crazy anyway, and he was more than happy to be like, I'll go to the police. He was probably sure. just as crazy as <laughs> she was. I mean, maybe, but he's the one that went to the police and set the whole thing up so they true, could catch her. True, true, very true. Okay, so my next one is a little bit of history, and it's fun history. It's kind of scientific, too. Okay. I guess everything I've been saying, all I'm ending up with is history. This is more science. Okay. So, oldest human footprints in North America found in New Mexico. Cool. So... A fossilized footprint discovered in New Mexico indicated that early humans were walking across North America around 23,000 years ago. Holy cow. So the first footprints were found in a dry lake bed in White Sands National Park in 2009. So scientists in the U.S. Geology Survey recently analyzed seeds, and this was written this year, Hmm. um, seeds that were stuck in the footprints to determine the approximate age because you can't cool. really determine it by looking at a footprint yeah of course dried no. out in mud no um but if you can you know somehow date something that's inside that footprint like a yep. seed yep yeah that's cool so they estimated the prox the approximate age ranging from 22,800 and 21,130 years ago, the findings may shed light on a mystery that has long intrigued scientists, not even scientists, like anyone. Everybody, yeah. <laughs> when did people first arrive in the Americas? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you mean? 1492. I, I honestly the think no, we I'm were kidding. here as long as people were in Asia because they believed at one point well, yeah, crust was one continent, yeah, and then we broke up. Yeah, and if you follow that analogy of the Earth mm-hmm. and the plates mm-hmm. and earthquakes like, and things breaking up, people have been here as long as people have will, been in China, and China's the longest, we, we oldest will, we culture will, with written history. We will have no idea who's been where and when, but we definitely have evidence of people. Coming here from Asia, for sure, crossing the land bridge through Alaska, coming That's from Asia. That's a theory, That's, though. I mean, there's evidence of it happening. I know, but there was But there also, could have already been people what's here. What's the name of the one continent? It starts with a P. Pan... I Panacea, Panagea, Pan... Something, something like, that. like that. yeah. And I always want to say Pandora, and that's like the box, yeah, though. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not open that up. <laughs> but if you think of that, mm-hmm. people have been here the whole time yeah. if that actually existed yeah just as long as people were in china yeah so because china is the oldest written documentation Our oldest out there documenta- 
documented civilization is in the Middle East. I thought it was in China. Uh-uh. Huh. Maybe they're the oldest empire. They're the oldest something. Yeah, I'm sure they may be the oldest empire or something like that. Like, like the oldest dynasty. But, I mean, the reason all the reason that even like the you know biblical stories all come from the Middle East is because that is where we have found the oldest documented people. Hmm. See, I'm not the history buff. I'm the science guru. Mm-hmm. So when I think these numbers, I always assume China was older. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, where was I? <laughs> Most scientists believe that ancient migration came by the now submerged land bridge mm-hmm. that you had brought up connected Asia to Alaska. Um, other researchers have offered a range of possibility dates for humans arrival in the Americas from 13,000 to 26,000 years ago or more. Mm-hmm. And like my, my thought process, I don't even know if this is a theory out there. But like we just mm-hmm. talked about, we were one continent. It broke up and people just kind of stayed where they were. Yeah, and It's possible. It makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we were one continent that... I know it sounds like a long time. In the dinosaur era, we were one continent. I know, and but it's the a dinosaur theory. era is millions of years ago, not 23,000 years ago. There's a big hey, difference no, there. No, no, no. There's a they big have come difference. up with the fact that people were around when dinosaurs were no, around, No, I know there's too. theories about it. I'm just saying, like, there's a big difference between when dinosaurs are around and the story you're telling. You could be right. I could be right. No one knows. No, of course. Nobody That's will what a know. theory is. Yeah. Okay, so the current study provides a more solid baseline for when humans definitely were in North America, although they could have arrived even earlier. So fossil footprints are more indisputable and direct evidence that cultural artifact that cu- cultural artifacts, modified bones, and other uh, more conventional fossils. Uh, they wrote in the journal science i do actually have two links here i don't know if you want to put them one is this article that i'm reading the other is actual the actual study that they did and they have like the abstract that you can read that that sums up the whole study itself Mm -hmm. Which most people, unless you understand in depth what they're writing in there, you're going to want to read. Um, but you have to sign up to read the whole study. And I'm going to say this right now. If you open that up and open the PDF, mm-hmm. anyone who's looking, they have the actual 3D prints in there that you can see. Cool. Um, because these prints that they have found are not going to last forever because they're in mud. No, yeah. And when it rains, eventually they which... Will. It doesn't rain often in New Mexico, but it's going to rain. But often enough. It's going to wash away the clay mm-hmm. and the mud, and they're not going to last. So they were taking pictures. They were getting the 3D evidence. So you can see all that and all the different pictures in there and all the different types of measurements that they took mm-hmm. are all in this study. Um, and it's free. So it's not cool. like you have to pay for this either. Yeah. Um, just letting everybody know it's there. So... Um, so based on the size of the footprints, they believe, uh, that at least some were made by children and teenagers who lived during the ice age. So this Mm. is how far back. Yeah. Um, David Bustos, he's the park resource program manager. He spotted the first footprint in ancient wetlands in 2009. He and others found more in the park over the years. And he had stated that we knew they were old, but we had no way to date the prints before the discovery of some of the seeds that were on top um, because it's made in fine silt and clay and the footprints are fragile. So Mm. the researchers had to work quickly to gather samples. Uh, The only way to save them is to record them. And that was like the photos and the 3D images to kind of get the depth of them. Um, Earlier excavations in the White Sands National Parks had uncovered fossilized tracks left behind by saber-toothed cats, dire wolves, um, Columbia mammoths, and other Ice Age animals. Hmm. So definitely check it out. You know, on this article, there was one photo of it. You can get better pictures Mm -hmm. on the study itself, though. 
So I just thought that was kind of cool. That is definitely a cool story. I love so. hearing about the, the history of, you know, the human race and how the hell did we get here? It happened. Yeah. I mean, who knows? We could get hit by an asteroid. Of course. All of maybe 10 people get destroyed and they're not the smartest people. So we're back to boom. Yep. Caveman era. It wouldn't even take not the smartest people. Like, I don't know anybody that knows how to make a cell phone. Do you? (laughs) There might be somebody who knows how to make a cell phone or at least create it. It was a joke. (laughs) Not a joke. Bill Gates would survive. (sighs) Of course he would. So the conspiracy theorists could have a heyday with him. See? (laughs) Hoif. Anyway. My next story. Dun, this dun, one's dun. kind of a down. Yep, there we go. There's a reason I picked it though, because it sparked my interest. There's a there's a, something in there this story that sparked good. my interest. It's better be good, Alan. This is a story about a disappearance of a child mm. named Ethan Pats. Pats. Or Eaton. Eaton Pats? Etten Pats? E T A N. E T it's not Eaton. Eaton, Atten, Eaton. I don't know. E-T-A-N? E-T-A-N. I feel like they missed the H. Ethan. That's that's what I was saying, Ethan, but I don't see the H now. It's probably Eaton. Eaton. I don't know. Anyway, um, he was an American boy who was six years old on May 25th, 1979. Okay. He disappeared. Aw. That was the day my cousin was born. Disappeared on his way to the school bus. Aw. Now, what prompted me to take a look at this case is he was the first in the early 1980s he was the first child to show up on a milk carton oh we've which, talked about this yeah. actually we, i don't think we have we the name no though. but i very clearly remember being a kid and seeing kids on milk cartons. oh yeah that was like a daily thing and yeah. you'd flip it around and that's what you'd read if you yep. didn't have the cereal box yep. in front of you to read. exactly exactly well he was one of the first kids to ever be on a milk carton the, the milk cartons didn't lead to discovering what like happened to him. we talked about this, though. I don't think so. Okay. Was he from New York? He was from New York. He is from New York. He's was from, it his uh, neighbor Manhattan. in an apartment built in, building that took him? I um, feel like we've talked well, about possible. this. Okay. It's possible. I mean, maybe it is possible we did talk about this. Like I don't eight? remember talking about this. Um, he was six. Six years old. Okay. Um. Anyway... What I thought was cool, there's a few cool things. Not Obviously, nothing's cool about a kid disappearing. No. But one of the first kids to show up on a milk carton. In 1983, President Reagan declares the day he disappeared to be National Missing Children's Day. It still is today. May 25th is National Missing Children's Day. I will day. always remember that date now because it's literally a week after my birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, decades later, it was determined that he had been abduct- abducted and murdered on the same day. The case was reopened in 2010. Uh, by Manhattan District Attorney, they went to the spot where they thought he was abducted. They dug up the house. They dug up all kinds of stuff. They found nothing. Um, but then, luckily, in 2014, um, uh, Pedro Hernandez confessed to the murder and kidnapping. I feel like I did up. this story. It's possible. You might have. Like, it was a... Actually, six kindergarten kid who was on his way to school and the neighbor abducted him. The mom had no clue he was missing until he didn't show back home from school or yeah, something like that. It, it's possible. What caught my eye was definitely the the milk cartons and that he was the first kid on a milk carton. That is so sad. And that he spawned the National Missing Children's Day. Um, Hernandez did. He confessed, but then he, his confession was thrown out, and but he ended up getting convicted and sentenced on April 18th, 2017 to 25 years. to uh, Actually, 25 years to life. So after 25 years, he's eligible for parole. But yeah, sad, but sad. you know, interesting to see, you know, where the milk carton thing kind of started. That's crazy. You know, it's not something, you know, kids nowadays know because there's no kids. No picture. Life. Why did that ever stop? I have no idea. I thought it was a good idea. I think it was a good idea, too. You know, it put kids' faces in front of other kids, even, you know, at the breakfast table. You know, here's your milk. Here's the kids. If you see this kid somewhere, let us know. Now I almost want to dig into why did the milk cart. Maybe it was social media or maybe it was it cat, the fact that it went from carton to plastic. That could be a thing, too. I have no idea, no idea. but that's crazy. Yep. 
Well, okay. That's sad. I know it was sad. Okay. I hope your last one isn't sad. No, my last one's not sad. My last one's kind of funny. Okay, good. Because I'm kind of going to creepy. But yeah, I want this. And remember when I quit my job last year? And the day (laughs) after I quit my job, I said, I swear to God, there's a crow or a raven sitting outside the window going, ha ha, ha ha. Like, and it freaked me out like i made the wrong yeah. decision which i did not i made the right decision i'm where i need to be mm-hmm. working where i need to be life happens for a reason but <laughs> it made me go it knows it knows so 10 ravishing facts about ravens and now i want one mm. i want one okay so ravens are extremely smart okay I don't know if you I mean, knew that. They play the Vikings tomorrow, <laughs> which will be like a few days ago when this comes out. But you know. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to animal intelligence, though, these birds they rate up to chimpanzees and dolphins. Okay, so they're doesn't extremely smart. Um, no, it doesn't surprise me either because I'm like, it was laughing at me. I swear to God, it was laughing at me. Like I've been hearing them around the yard mm-hmm. and then of course that day it wouldn't stop yeah and i'm like i made the wrong decision in life and it knows it <laughs> so in one logic test a raven had uh to reach a hanging piece of food by pulling up a bit of string anchoring it with italian um and repeating until the food was in reach so mm-hmm. many ravens got the food on the first try some within 30 seconds. So if a raven wow. knows another raven is watching, it hides its food. It will pretend to put food in one place while really hiding it in another. Uh, since other ravens are smart, though, mm-hmm. um, this only works sometimes. Yeah. Um, in the wild, ravens have pushed rocks on people to keep them from climbing to their nests. They've played dead besides the beaver carcass to score other ravens or to scare other ravens away from the feast. Um, and they have stolen Costco customer packages, meats right out of their carts. Like I've heard some of these stories about ravens. Mm-hmm. I know they are not dumb birds. Um, ravens can actually imitate human speech. Really? So much better than parrots. Really? Like better than a parrot. <laughs> this is where I'm like, I want a raven, but they fuck freaking creep me out yeah (laughs) um they also mimic other noises like car engines toilets flushing funny and animals and bird calls so ravens have been known to imitate wolves foxes to attract them to a carcass um that they are not able to break open Mm -hmm. and then when the wolf is done eating then they can get they get the leftovers yeah so they're smart. <laughs> in the past, some European European cultures viewed ravens as evil in disguise. Mm-hmm. So, and this is probably where we get like the Edgar Allan Poe mm-hmm. type stuff. Uh, many European cultures took one look at this large black bird with the interesting gaze and thought it was evil in the flesh or feathers. <laughs> in France, people... Li- believe ravens were the souls of wicked priests while crows were wicked nuns in germany ravens were the incarnation of damned souls or sometimes satan himself Hmm. in sweden ravens that croaked at night were thought to be the souls of the murdered people who didn't have proper christian burials they were just talking to the frogs And in Denmark, I did think frogs when I said croaked. In Denmark, people believe that night ravens were exercise spirits, and you better not look up at them in case there was a hole in the bird's wing because you might look through the hole and turn into the raven yourself. Really? They are creepy, though. No, I mean, they are. Like, I'm not scared of a raven, but I'm scared of a raven. Yeah. Like, I'm not even kidding you because... You know they're smart. Well, I know they're smart because I've I've just mm. ugh, yeah. Anyways, so ravens appear in many of the world's mythologies. So cultures from Tibet to Greece have seen the raven in a message for the gods. 
uh, Celtic goddess of warfare often took the form of ravens during battles. The Viking god Odin had two ravens named Higgin Thought, meaning thought, mm-hmm. and Munin, meaning memory, hmm. which flew around the world every day and reported back to Odin every night about what they saw. So Chinese myths said ravens caused bad weather in the forest to warn people that the gods were going to pass by. And many Native American people considered the raven a sly trickster, kind of like a fox, I'm assuming, who was involved in the creation of the world. Hmm. Which makes sense because they're smart. Yeah. So number five, because there are ten. Ravens love to play. Ravens have been observed in Alaska and Canada using snow-covered roofs as slides. In Maine, they have been seen rolling down snowy hills. (laughs) Ravens even make toys, and I've seen this myself, a rare animal behavior by using sticks, pine cones, golf balls, or rocks to play with each other or by themselves. Um, And sometimes they taunt or mock other creatures because it's funny. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, raven do weird things with ants. I learned about this. I had no clue. Uh, they lie in ant hills and roll around so the ants swarm on them, and they chew the ants up and rub their guts on their feathers. Weird. Um, this is scientifics call it scientific name for this is anting, and like songbirds, crows, and jays do this too. Hmm. It's not really understood why. Uh, okay. Um. But anting feels great if you're a bird, I guess. I guess so. It's (laughs) just not a pleasure. (laughs) So uh, seven, ravens use hand gestures. Uh, It turns out that ravens make very sophisticated non-vocal signals, according to researchers. In other words, they gesture to communicate. Hmm. A study in Austria found that ravens point with their beaks to indicate another object to another bird just as well as we do with our fingers. And they also hold up an object to get another bird's attention. Hmm. So, you know, they're kind of like a primate. Yeah. So ravens are adaptable to different environments. So evolutionary speaking, the deck is stacked in the raven's favor. Mm -hmm. So kind of survive in a lot of different places. Different types of habitats like the snow, desert, Mm. mountains, forest. They are scavengers. It makes sense that they're in so many different cultures because they they turn up in so many different places. Mm -hmm. It doesn't seem like they migrate or anything. They just just stay where they are. So they are scavengers with a varied diet, meat, seeds, fruit, garbage. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're not above tricking animals out of their food. So they have few predators, and they live a long time. So about 17 years in the wild, 40 years in captivity. I didn't realize they lived I can't even long. say it. I was wondering, because parrots can live to about 80 years. Yeah. So that makes sense to me. Okay, so nine ravens roam around in teenage gangs. Really? I thought this was kind of interesting. So, ravens mate for life, which I did not know. We could be ravens. You want to be a raven? It'd be better than being penguins after what I read this week. But But I love penguins. I know, but penguins don't mate for life. Like the way everybody says they do. Stop talking. Stop, la, la, la. Stop, stop, stop talking. Okay. Okay. So, they mate for life and live in pairs in a fixed territory. And this is where I went, I don't want a raven. Because I couldn't imagine having a raven and it not have a partner. Yeah. So, and if they're smart enough, <laughs> they're going to want a partner. Yeah. So, uh, they mate for life and they live in pairs in fixed in a fixed territory. So, when a young raven reaches adolescent, they leave home and join gangs. Hmm. Like every human mother's worst nightmare, these flocks of young birds live and eat together until they mate and pair off. So, interestingly... Uh, Living among teenagers seems to be stressful for a raven. Scientists have found high levels of stressed hormones in teenage ravens' droppings than in the droppings of mated adults. Hmm. So it's never easy being a teenager. No, always stressful. So number 10 is ravens show empathy for each other. Hmm. 
So, uh, despite for those teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> so, despite their mischievous nature, ravens seem capable of feeling empathy. When a raven friend loses a fight, uh, loses in a fight, they will seem to console the losing bird. Uh, they also remind. They also remember birds they like and will respond in a friendly way to certain birds for at least three years after seeing them. But they also hold grudges. Hmm. So although a flock of ravens is called unkindness, the birds appear to be anything but. Hmm. Cool. So I want a raven. Cool stuff even though it raven. would freak me out unless we got it from baby chicky ravy. Yeah. And then... Yeah. Hmm. Cool, cool, cool. I want a raven now. Yeah, we're not getting a raven. But I wanted a parrot, and I decided against it because they can live to 80 years. They only live to 40. I could still be alive when it dies. It's possible. (sighs) (laughs) Izzy, do you want a bird? Yeah, probably not. Anyway, my last story. Dun-dun-dun. This weekend... This weekend. This weekend. Um, like this last weekend? Uh, coming up, like one we're in the middle of right okay. now. Okay. NASA astronauts are going to start their voyage back from the um, International Space Station. Okay. Um, it was the first time we've ever sent astronauts up there in a private aircraft. SpaceX put them up there. SpaceX Wait, is bringing them down. You said SpaceX, but you started with NASA. It's NASA astronauts. Okay. On a SpaceX craft. Okay. Okay. So it's first time ever that's how they got there, and that's how they're getting home. Okay. Um, they spent six months on the International Space Station. Okay. One of the, you know they did a lot of cool things while they were up there. One of the first things, one of the new things they did was they grew chili peppers on the space station. Fun. Which I thought was interesting. Weird. Um, they talked about how they were kind of spicy and blah blah blah, which kind of <laughs> whatever. They're peppers. Their trip home is I'm not going to be as comfortable about, as they want it to be. Did they use the sun because you? Sun doesn't. You don't really get photosynthesis. I mean, photosynthesis. I'm I can't guessing even say it, photosynthesis. Like their main job while they were there was putting up new solar panels on the space station. So it's not like there's not sun. That's literally how it's powered. I mean, they're not going to have the. I know, but it just. I think, I'm not sure. Dark and I don't see how it reflects through the windows. Yeah, that I'm not sure. That I'm not sure. Anyway, my story but... is about how their trip home is not going to be as comfortable as they had hoped. Okay. Are they going to be hitting so many G forces? No, the toilet broke. Oof. Oh, and they don't have a plumber on deck. They literally have to diaper up because. Oh my God. The toilet in the capsule that's bringing them back broke on the way there i'd be like can i get a bag (laughs) and a tube i want a tube in a bag so i can just disconnect the tube Um, oh my god how messy gross and unsanitary megan MacArthur, who's one of the nasa astronauts said space flight is full of lots of little challenges um this is just one more that we'll encounter and we'll take care of it during our mission we're not too worried about it we'll make it through so Nobody they're gonna make corn it corn or peanuts or broccoli or anything. <laughs> they grew that... chili peppers, so <laughs> I'm sure that's gonna be great. <laughs> but that'll at least no, digest in their system, yeah. so you can identify whose is whose. <laughs> yeah, I just thought I, this, this story just kind of made me chuckle that you know they they're all they're they're excited to be coming back home and chuckle. You know, that's disgusting. It is, disgusting is when they got there, they actually discovered that there was a leak. Um, so when Ugh. they got to the space station, they found they had to clean up a bunch of urine that was caught like in some spot in the capsule in the capsule they were riding in because it was broke. And, gross. Like, yeah, kind of gross. And I would be the one up there joking around like, and here I didn't think I was going to have to wear diapers until I was in my <laughs> 70s or 80s, but here we are living life to its fullest. Yeah. So yes, they are they are using diapers <laughs> on, the and they ride. actually had diapers on there. Yes, it's a backup plan. Oh, oh, so this was it's something they prepared for. It's not something. It's not like oh my god, what are we going to do? It's something that they prepared for because it can happen. And and one reason why I'll never be an astronaut is just knowing that's the backup plan. Yeah, well, you know, got to do what you got to do. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Not be an astronaut. If you're wearing diapers this weekend, you can send us an email. I don't know why you would, but you can at outlandishoutcasts at gmail.com. To let us know it's not... That it's not that bad. bad. Maybe it's not. I don't Maybe know. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I don't remember. Me either. I don't remember. Anyways, you just went through the Gmail. Mm-hmm. We're at Facebook. I have to think about this. I feel like it's been forever and it hasn't. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, you can come follow us on Facebook at Outlander Showcast Podcast. And definitely like our page, leave a comment, and share, share, share. You can also follow us on Twitter. It is our oddball out. It is Outlandish Casts on Twitter. I love our oddball out, except I never use Twitter. I've been using it a lot more lately, I've oddly enough. I've been using enough. it less because I never look at it anymore. Yeah, I've been following stuff for an app for football. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and liking and following. Mm. Weird. Anyways, um, Definitely come like our Instagram page at Outlander Showcast Podcast and love, love, love. Mm, Facebook and Instagram. Very meta of you. Very meta of you. You're the one that (laughs) took the Twitter. Tweet, tweet. I was joking around about Facebook changing their name to meta. I know. And they also own Instagram. I know what you meant, but you know what? If I was doing Twitter... And you were doing Instagram. I went to have that joke. And I don't ever use Instagram, so that's not going to happen. Anyway, you can also (sighs) leave us a rating or review on whatever application you are listening to the show on right now. And just a reminder that he is not the funny one. I am not the funny one, I guess. I wasn't really funny at this moment. He tried to be funny, and he wasn't. Everybody in the audience is allowed to have their own opinion. You are allowed to have your own opinion. That's okay, too. (laughs) We're very accepting. I'm the funny one. Anyway, have a good week, everybody. Bye.